Get ready, my friends, for another trial bite. The answer is blowing in the wind. Okay, that's enough. Um, yes, I have been inebriated a little bit tonight. It was a friend's birthday, so we went out. That's right, though, because I am and you're not, which means you can listen. Anyway, Trilobite, this is Mr. Chupon, host of the podcast. If you haven't listened to episode 137, it is live on the site right now. So you should go listen to it right now. And if you don't, you're inferior to the earth. Um, if you haven't subscribed to our RSS feed, it is http colon backslash backslash trygames.net backslash rss.xml. And you can email us at the podcast at mailbag at trygames.net. If you don't know how to spell it, there are two ways. Mailbag as in the mailman has a bag, mailbag, or mailbag as in men have mail bags, scrotums, in other words, yes, scrotums. Okay, I've been playing, obviously, Monster Hunter Freedom Unite for the GameSpot review, and as you may have gathered from my blog post on GameSpot and Giant Bomb, and from my amendment on the actual podcast after my previous Trilobite, which I was also drunk for, um, it is not that terrible anymore. Uh, I've figured my way around the game thanks to Sparrowhawk uh, from the Giant Bomb blogosphere. That's Sparrowhawk with a 5 instead of an S. Um, he provided me with some helpful hints and showed me what an idiot I was because I was doing the guild quests and not the elder quests. If uh, you don't know, the guild quests are meant for multiplayer battles and the elder quests are meant for you know single player. Um, I beat I, I beat the first boss, so called, which was a giant ass raptor, which still took my ass to town. Um, it killed me the first time and I had to reset my PSP because I you know sorry I don't go down like that. I'm not gonna get a less lesser reward because I suck. I'm gonna cheat. Um, yeah, I mean, it's still not great, um, I can understand, like, I have a clearer understanding of why it's reached such a cult following, I mean, it's, it's basically the Pokemon complex, I mean, there's so much to do that even though it doesn't advance the storyline necessarily, it's just kind of on the side, there's just so much of it that it becomes very compelling, and I do get that, and I do understand that, and I, you know, I, I appreciate why people like it so much, but I'm still clinging to my guns that when you make a game that is so combat intensive, I'm sorry, you have to get it right. And this, no matter what anyone tries to tell me, they don't get it right. And uh, there, there are many things you can do to work around it. I mean, the camera is terrible, so you can kind of curl your finger up so that your index finger is on the D-pad, which controls camera, and your thumb's on the analog knob, which controls your movement. Right. Bottom line is, you shouldn't have to do that. Um... The controls are kind of sluggish, yeah, so you compensate for that by learning how to play the game the right way, by learning how to aim, so-called, and again, I can understand that, but again, you shouldn't have to do that. You shouldn't have to make up for sluggish controls, and that I'm sorry, that's not, you know, that's not excusable. After, after two sequels, you know, they should have fixed it, and it's a problem. And I'm not going to back down on that. You know, it's it's a minus against the game. And whether or not you like it, you know, you can't deny that, you know, these things kind of need improvement. The lack of a lock-on, I can understand because they say that, you know, hitting different body parts does apply. But I still, again, I still believe that there's a way around that. If developers put their minds to it, they can find a way around to balance lock-on versus, you know, tactics and stuff. I mean, you could do something like Eternal Darkness, which I mentioned already last time. Anyways, I'm not even going to go into that because uh, I already did. 
But um, again, it's like if it didn't really have a shitty camera, I wouldn't be asking for lock-on in the first place. The least they could do is provide a new camera angle that kind of elevates the camera so that you can kind of see the playing field. And, you know, I don't want none of this, you know, oh, you know, you can't see behind you, but that's part of the challenge. No, this is not a first-person shooter. It's not. If you wanted to make a first-person game, make it first-person. They didn't, and they gave you a terrible camera to boot. So, I mean, the bottom line is it's bad. You can work around it however you want. You can make any like kind of jury-rigged solutions to these problems, but it's bad, and you cannot get around that. No one's going to convince me otherwise. It's you know, and and I mean, the the reason why I'm harping on it so much is because this is Monster Hunter Freedom Unite. This is a supposed upgrade, as they call it. It's an upgrade from Monster Hunter Freedom Two. Okay, now. When I hear the word upgrade, I, I feel this is what I hear. I hear we saw problems and we fixed those problems. Instead of a real upgrade, this is more of an expansion pack, which is, you know, it's semantics, whatever. Expansion pack, more monsters, more quests, whatever. And I, I dig that. I dig the semantics part of it. But, like, at the same time, why not take the opportunity? I mean, Metal Gear Solid 3, uh, what was it called? Subsistence, okay, took the time to fix the camera. Um, Ninja Gaiden Black took the time to fix the camera over Ninja Gaiden, even though it didn't do that great of a job of it, it tried. Um, and, I mean, that's just the way things things go. And I'm not saying that this game isn't going to sell. Of course it's going to sell. And that's part of the problem. You shouldn't be buying product that's substandard, even if you're a big fan of it. And if you are a big fan of it, then I hate to say it, but you're part of the problem that's causing developers to not care because you're going to buy it anyways. Um... And you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that that's a completely terrible thing because everybody does it. Everybody likes their products and they want to support them, and I, and I do too. But I'm not going to like, and, and this is a responsibility that I have. I'm not going to review it lightly just because I know that fans will like it and fans, you know, are going to. What's a good word for it? Are the fans are going to accept? You know these flaws because they know that they like the game. I mean, t take this example, okay? I heard about Sharon the Wanderer on um, on Jeremy Parrish's uh, Retronauts podcast, which is a part of the One Up Network, okay? And he and he explained the game as kind of like a, an old school dungeon hack. It, it, it's very based on random levels and and, and brutal difficulty and just like chat and, and and playing the game over and over again to learn its nuances. I love that this is my personal opinion i love that i loved sharing the wanderer it was aggravating it was it was frustrating and it was you know it was just random but i i got a kick out of that challenge because i'm just that type of player but you know i don't want to say it's not for everyone because my you know as anyone knows the point of the route is not to satisfy everybody and the point of any game is not to satisfy everybody it's to satisfy a certain market but there are you do have to take into consideration that it might be something that's interesting but if it does things in a certain manner you know it's not going to pull in the people that it may want to and or you know Yes, there's a market out there, but that doesn't mean that there couldn't be improvements in this day and age. I, I remember having a discussion with uh, one of my friends on GameSpot where he was just like, someone reviewed this game low and I disagree with him, and he says it's because standards have changed. And and so what? So what that standards have changed? That doesn't mean it's worse, worse of a game for it. My argument is that I agree, but you can't 
continually live in the past if the past represents a flaw. I think the game in question was Resident Evil or Resident Evil 3 or something, and it's like, well, we were talking about the GameCube version, and it got like a 6.9 or something at GameSpot. I don't know. It, it got a lower score on GameSpot. And he was complaining that it's the same game, it's the same great game. And I'm like, and my argument is that it may be the same great game, but it's not that great anymore. Things have changed. We have seen better. And, like, no matter what you say, you'd be wrong if you said that this is still awesome um, in a way that standards don't matter. I'm sorry, but they do. They really do. And if, you know, you – I'm sorry. This is something you can't argue. Um, and, you know, with the tank controls and because they didn't really do that great of a job of making it look great on the GameCube. This was a Resident Evil 3 GameCube remake, I believe, or one of the GameCube remakes. It doesn't matter. But you kind of expect them to put the effort into in, into making the backgrounds more high res or at least something. I mean, I I know that this is you know an old game just being ported over to satisfy old fans, but I mean you're still paying money for product that you could get easily for cheaper for an older console. And you know as much of, as much as this is an art. And I truly believe that this is a form of an art. Don't argue with me because you're wrong and I'm drunk and you can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> but as much as, you know, it's an art, it's also a product. You pay money for it, you experience it. And you have to have a certain level of usability. This is the same thing that I was talking about last time in the podcast with the, with the trivia card analogy with the Monster Hunter. It's like, you know, it has to be, you know, it has to be up to par in some respects. Um and where the artsy part it comes in is where it says, well, you know, we deliberately made it old school. I can understand. I get that. I love Mega Man 9, and I'm not going to penalize it for that. But something like Resident Evil, okay? We're going to Resident Evil. Something like that where they, they rendered the backgrounds to be a certain fidelity, a certain quality. And at the time that it came out, it was of high quality, right? So that was their intent. If they're going to remake it for GameCube... And you're gonna make us pay for it again? Then you, I'm, I'm sorry. You have to do something to make it look better. Anything else? Any any excuse that you come up with is apologist, and I, I don't buy that. You know, I'm not cool with that. I'm sorry. I'm paying an extra forty dollars for a game that I played five years ago on an inferior system, and this game doesn't look any better than it did on the inferior system. I'm not getting a discount. I'm not. It's not a stylistic choice, and if it is, it's a pretty bad stylistic cho- stylistic choice because their intent was to make it look very detailed, and now it's not anymore. You know what I mean? Like Mega Man Nine, first of all, is throwback, and it's like at least least it's clean at least you can still look at it the second thing is that it's new content resident evil 3 for gamecube was not new content it is recycled content and it still looks the same you know what i mean so it's like it's like either you go the retro route and a price it accord price it accordingly and b make it known that look this is for throwback you know, and, it, and and despite what people say, it does matter how you market the game because you're 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 basically looking for a certain audience, and all products are tied to a certain audience, or all art is directed at a certain audience. That's why you know that's why I can rate Ikaruga a high score because I know what it's aimed at, you know, and and despite its conventions, it still does things the right way, 
you know, and, and I can hear people in the back, well, Monster Hunter is aimed at a certain audience too, and I'm going to argue that it doesn't do things the right way, or at least it does things in an old way that should be improved for that audience. I mean, think of it this way, all right? The guys who have been supporting Monster Hunter, they've been faithful, they've been buying the product. Throw them a bone. Give them a better camera. Do something, you know what I mean? Don't don't they deserve that much? That's just my philosophy, anyway. Um, so yeah, I totally got off track when playing Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, that's it. I also, um, after the rock band party that I hosted on Saturday, uh, we had a few stragglers sleep over. And the next day, Ron, if you remember from a, a couple of episodes ago, maybe a, maybe a couple of months, uh, PR for Capcom and EA, um, 47 Communications, uh, he brought over uh, Street Fighter 4. Now, I would sampled Street Fighter 4 before. Not much, but I had sampled it. And this is the first time I got some real, like, couple of hours long hands on time we played for about three out three to four hours and oh my god i love that game that game you know it may be old school it may be you know old conventions but uh, i don't know it maybe i'm exaggerating it a bit but i really think that the focus tax fo- focus attacks add a huge element to it i because of not just because of their existence but because of what you can do with it, the whole canceling out and dashing in, and all the fucking mind games you can play. You nail someone with a focus attack the first time, and they're like, oh my god, it's unblockable. And so then they try to hit you, but you know that they're coming to hit you, and they don't realize that it's one hit that that you can absorb, and so you do something else to them. And then there's the fact that you start winding up for it, and then they recognize that, okay? And then they're like, oh, I see you trying to do that focus attack. I'm going to jump away. But no, you can cancel out of that by dashing and then do a super fireball so they land into it. Just this one one technique gives way to so many different strategies and mind games that I'm absolutely thrilled with it. And I know that some people played this game and they were like, oh, you know what? It's just Street Fighter 2 but with more characters and I'm cool with that. I'm not cool with that. I don't want just Street Fighter 2 with with more characters. I want something new. And this focus attack stuff, once you learn it, oh my god, it's so much fun. It is so much fun. It, it, let me see what else. There's focus attacks. There is – I mean to be quite honest with you, most of it is really just Street Fighter 2 and a new coat. But – these focus attacks and what you can do with them really do add a huge element of strategy to it. Um, and uh, I don't know. I hate to be exaggerating it, but I really do feel that it, it it opens up a whole new world for how you play Street Fighter. Like, I really do believe that. Um, and I don't know. I, you know, I, I should probably go out and get the game, but I'm very cash strapped and i kind of don't want to you know spend another 60 dollars but i don't know maybe i'll get the pc version for 40 bucks get it on steam and use my gamepad i'll be happy with that you know i know some people who would probably get that with me and play it online i don't need the xbox version i just need a version that has one or two friends of mine that'll play with me online and i'll play with them the whole time because you know I, i i don't know if i mentioned this before but i'm primarily a single player guy and i don't like playing with people i don't know so you know, and, and I have very few people that I trust. So, and those are the only people that I play online with, anyway. So, whatever, fuck online, fuck you all. Anyway, so yeah, that's it. Um, Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, Street Fighter Four. Um, wow, do I do the Pete thing? And oh my God, I'm watching TV. Why is Ellen DeGeneres on CoverGirl? No. No, and this has nothing to do with the fact that she's a lesbian. I don't care. That doesn't matter to me, but it's Ellen the fucking generous. No, get off, get off, get off the TV, get off the TV. 
I, I don't give a girl. I don't give a crap about cover girl. I don't care that you. Oh my god, this is. Oh god. Oh. Ah. Ugh. I think. I think that that's my cue to get out of here. Trial bite. Peace.